the Big Rob Podcast with Big Rob. What's up, everyone? It's Friday. February 3rd, 2023. Um, I got J-Man with me here today, uh, so I thought it would be fun to kind of have him on the podcast. So, J-Man, tell me your first concert. What was the very first concert you went to? First concert I went to was uh, Mayhem Festival in 2012. Uh, Slipknot Headline. And what was your what was your biggest expectation going into that show? Or did you really have any? I don't think I had one. I think I was just excited to go to a concert for the first time. What was your biggest moment? What was your favorite moment and your most memorable moment during that show? I think it was when Slipknot played uh, Purity. Oh, that's they when they had, had the, like the... the fake snow and like yeah. the feathers and stuff falling from the top of the stage. Yeah, that was really cool because it gave that snow effect. Yeah. And the purple lighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. Was that was that right after Paul Gray's death? And then they just kind of had... That was like a year after Paul, two years after Paul Gray's death. That was cool. What else do you remember about that show that you really liked? To... Uh, one moment that's kind of like stuck with me is just the people shock. No, oh, yeah. But like seeing like someone in a hot dog costume in the pit and just everyone being really chill. Yeah, real chill. It's real fun. You get to see all kinds of different stuff. Like uh, perhaps when we go to Rocklahoma, you see Rock and Roll Jesus. Yeah, rock and roll Jesus. Or he, was rock- in the, he was in the pit at Marshall's and White last year. Yeah, that was pretty tight. Or rock and roll Santa. Rock and roll Santa. <laughs> Elves, whatever. Spider-Man. It seems like festivals are always got wild people in wild costumes. What's your favorite one you've seen so far? Concert-wise? Yes. Yeah. Your favorite person you've seen, like in a costume or just out there having fun? Uh, I think when we went to Rocklahoma two years ago, there's that guy dressed as the Joker. Oh, yeah, that I remember was, that. That was pretty funny. That was fun. Um, what was one band that you still want to see that you haven't seen yet? One band I still want to see that I haven't seen? Uh, probably Metallica. Yeah, Metallica's cool. I've yet to see them. When I've seen them in high school, I've seen them like several times. The one time I've seen them in high school was at the Speedway at the fairgrounds in Oklahoma City. That was, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, Candlebox, Alice in Chains, and Metallica. That would have been a fun one. Yeah, so that that's one show that, you know, you don't get to see often. Especially, you know, so much has changed, and it's so crazy. Cause oh, I, yeah. I feel very dated, like, from being able to go to those shows, because, I mean, they're, it's not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. You got different people in the bands, or different. the bands don't exist. Crowds, I'm pretty sure, different, too. Crowds are a lot different, which last time I talked about crowd crashing. I absolutely hate people who just go into a crowd kill. and just kill the crowd because they're old and they're assholes. Yeah. Even though I'm old. I don't go in drunk as hell, breaking up what all the young kids are doing. Shit, I'll get in the pit, too. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. don't go in there being an asshole I and hurting people. You know what I mean? What was it when we saw Slipknot, I think, at the Chesapeake at the time? Um, I don't I don't remember what year that was. But uh, I think there was a dude that looked like he was a big hillbilly-looking guy. Just overalls. Looked like a redneck Thor. And I remember seeing him get his ass kicked in the pit. Because he was being an yeah, asshole. Yeah, he was people. being an ass. Yeah, it's one thing that I really do hate. Uh, there's been some shows where I see, like, 
really tall big guys, you know, and they're like being assholes, not really letting anybody have fun. Or they want to be rough with people. And that's one thing I really don't like. When I saw Chevelle a couple years back at the Diamond, there's a dude, he's probably seven foot tall. And he just kept, he's drunk, just kept trying to start pits. And then not long into Chevelle, you just see security. There's like eight of them just dragging this dude out. I don't doubt it. It was horrible. Yeah, we've been to some wild shows. What is the most wild show you've been to? I already know which one I've been to. Just just because of the room and and how it was. I have some memorable moments of that show I won't bring up, but what was your wildest show? Um, Probably when we went to go see Megadeth during that, when they did Gigantour. Yeah. I think it was that last year that they did that tour. And the power went out at the Z-Amp. That lightning hit that uh, Transformer box. Everybody went berserk. Everyone went berserk. People were throwing trash cans. Thought you were throwing trash cans back at people. I mean, you have to when people are throwing <laughs> stuff at you. You have to throw it back at them. You know what I mean? I think <clears throat> for me, and if you've never seen Avatar, it's one of the most wildest things you that will one, see. That one was crazy. That is crazy just because of just the fights the people the cr- i mean it's everyone lost their mind that during whole, that, show. that whole crowd was a pit and that was crazy for avatar i mean seriously if you've never been to an avatar show everyone like definitely go experience it once you would love it like, if, if you're into it it's a lot of fun so what's um another show that's memorable to you that you really love probably getting to see iron maiden Iron Maiden was, was that was fucking tight. cool. That was pretty fucking cool. <clears throat> like <clears throat> being on the floor and seeing Iron Maiden because I know they don't come through Oklahoma too often. Yeah, but that was awesome. And then Ghost opening up for them was really cool. How was that compared to when you and I went and seen Ghost when they were Ghost BC before they extremely blew up huge? Uh, how was that for you? Like seeing it was, Ghost after that. It's cool. I really like getting to see a band when they're small, and then seeing them again once they get bigger. Yeah, and that was cool with just all the theatrics and how they had the backdrop, and it looked like the stained glass windows on like a chapel. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. that was cool. I really liked that a lot. That that was really cool because I remember there, there's memorable moments I have when we weren't see Ghost PC because um, do you remember when uh, I think it was Omega maybe on the one side of the stage we were at, mm-hmm. and the security guards were being assholes. And he hits him in the head with his guitar. Oh, oh, yeah. Because they were kind of being rough uh-huh. with the crowd. And he reminded him, hey, like, stop being rough with my crowd. And yeah. he popped him with that guitar because yep. he was swinging it back and forth because he was he's pretty much leaning on the stage, guys. Like, the guy wasn't trying to take care of anybody. He was kind of being an asshole. And if he did, he was kind of roughing people. So he leaned against the stage, right? So the guitarist for Ghost BC, like, you know, he like he's dancing when the groove but in all reality, he's kind of popping the damn security guard in the head because you have to realize if you've never been to OKC and you've never been to the Diamond Ballroom, like the stage is not, it's not that high up. I mean, it's a really intimate type it's, thing when you're there. What, maybe like three, four foot off the ground. Maybe. And then the barricades, but maybe five feet from the stage. If yeah. that, I mean, really, if that. Yeah. Because I, it's, it's, it's kind of wild how close you are when you go to the Diamond. Yeah. And it's really crazy you went to the Diamond, too, because, like, over the years, how much it's changed. And oh, how much yeah. stuff they have in their cases, in those trophy cases, like guitars and, you know, uh, they have all merch. The posters around posters. the Diamond. Posters, yeah. And 
inside that venue too, guys, like there is like every band that's pretty much played the diamond, there is something signed in on the wall inside of that place, which is really, really cool. Cause you can just walk around before shows start and you can kind of see like even from old country western mm-hmm. to rap. Because I've seen Tech Nine. I've seen oh, Tech yeah. Nine at the Diamond Ballroom, actually. That was a really cool show. But you can get to see all that neat stuff that's been through there. Mm-hmm. Then you realize, like, the music history, the rich history that actually does come through here. But God damn it, I want to see more shows. Me like, too. There are so many bands I would still love to see. Like, you got the uh, luxury of seeing Cradle of Filth. Even though, I mean, I had some stuff going on. I was unable to go, but... I mean, that's a band to see yeah. if you've never got to. And hopefully was next a, time. That was a really fun show. That was a very fun show. So, do you remember any, like, uh, injuries happening to people? I, I got one story. That there was, crazy. Uh, when we went and saw Trivium, and that lady. That's was, what I'm thinking. She was crowd surfing, and security didn't catch her, and she blasted her face on the uh, barricade. And it's just that metal, little thin metal barricade. Busted her nose open. They checked her out, and then she went right back into the crowd. So, yeah, this chick, she's surfing. They don't catch her. She busts her face completely open. We all thought she went to the hospital because there was, like, a lot of medics or whatever. And the chick is a metal chick through and through because after (laughs) she's checked out, literally, she gets right back into it. So, for that, you got to give somebody props. Props. So what's a band that you're going to go see soon? What What is something that uh, you're excited to go see I'm that you have coming up? I'm really excited to go see Fit for a King in Kansas. Uh, where, where at in Kansas? Uh, Lawrence, Kansas. Is that the Granada? When is that? The 24th. Of March? This month. Of, oh, this month? Yeah, so a couple weeks. Oh, man. That'll be... Who's opening for them? Uh, I think Alpha Wolf and North Lane. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That'll be a good show. Yeah, I've... Wanted to see Northlane for a while. I really liked them, and then just started getting into Alpha Wolf pretty recently. Really? So what's a band that you are like uh, kind of interested in that you would like to see come through, or somebody that you want to get big? Is there any bands you've seen um, or heard of or tried to get into that you've not been able to see? Because you've been to a I ton would, of shows. Yeah, I would like to see Knocked Loose again now that they're a little bit bigger. When, um, when did you see them last? What was that Rock, Oklahoma? A couple years, uh, I think two years ago. Two years ago, they played on that little side stage, uh, like the main, the middle stage, or the, the, the small, like the, small, the middle stage. They the played on stage. the middle stage. So it's it's crazy. So there's three stages at Rock, Oklahoma, and I, I think it's I think it's kind of fun because you get to see these uh, little obscure bands play like the small little tent area. Yeah, a lot of like local bands. A lot of local bands, but some of it's real cool. What I thought was amusing is the night before it was like it was a Friday night. Mm-hmm. We'd seen Rob Zombie, right? Oh yeah, and then and you know then the next night, John Five played. John Five plays the little tent, the actual little tent stage where there's like nothing's there. I don't even yeah. think there's a barricade, is there? And at the small, it's there just, is, <clears throat> but it's 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 not, not noticeable. Yeah, it's not really, noticeable because it's like right there in front of you. Actually, I don't even think there is a barricade. Yeah, I, the last time I was in that, tent, I don't think there was a barricade. Yeah, but seeing John Five playing in a small spot like that. Tells me, like, he's a super humble guy, mm-hmm. and he just likes to play. And I don't think he cares where he plays. It's just as long as he gets to play. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I'm interested in seeing what he's going to do with Motley Crue. I was about to say that. Like, I saw the stuff where they're getting ready to go back on tour, and they were doing the band practices with John Five. Yeah. And they were just like, this dude's going to kill it. 
And now, guys, I don't, I don't think we can anymore because it's still funny to me. I don't care, but I hope Vince Neil really got into shape because those yeah. abominable snowman memes of him looking like the abominable snowman from Rudolph is one of the most classic things I've ever funny. seen. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's so out there. Um, how old were you when we took you to your first show? I was you was 13, 13? 13 or 14? 13, about to turn 14, I think. And you got to see corn during that. Was corn there? That no, on that, that one? one was uh, it was Slipknot headlining, Slayer co headlining, that's and then, right. Uh, Motorhead Anthrax, uh, White Chapel, Upon a Burning Body. I think Asking Alexandria was there. When you, when you look back at like all the shows we've been to, it's amazing. The people that we have seen. Sometimes I forget what bands I've seen anymore because the amount of concerts I go to. Right. Remember the Mayhem Festival? We thought we were going to die when it was so hot and we were melting. That outside. was the one that was uh, in the middle of the summer, right? At yeah, the air park? At that air park. Oh my God. That guys. air park was poor. Like it was cool, but man, they were not not ready for that concert there. They ran out of water literally. Like what? Part way through the day? Like. Yeah, it, everybody was basically like you couldn't sweat anymore. Like it was bad. <laughs> it was terrible. It was so <laughs> terrible. But and I don't even know. I don't even like how some of the stages were set up. Yeah, because they had like they had what like four stages, five stages, five stages, four or five stages. Because they had like uh, like little stage, little tiny stages, and then they had like another decent sized one because that was the one we saw uh, Mushroom Head at. That mushroom head, I don't care. Like, I've seen mushroom head, like, I've talked about it before, like, so many times. Mm -hmm. I talked about the, the one last time I'd seen them where it was so loud I couldn't hear anything for like a day. Yeah. And it made, oh, it was terrible, but they're always great to see. They live. are really good to see live. Um, I was lucky enough to hang out with uh, Stitch and I got a photo with him and he signed that patch that I had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I also have the photo with Stitch and then I bought a shirt. Really cool guy. Those guys are really, really cool. There's some of those bands you read into, eh, I think that's why I like the Diamond. Because oh, yeah. some of those bands, even the bigger bands, they will come off stage after they're set. Yeah. And sometimes before they're set. And they will sit in their merch area. Oh, yeah. I met the singer for Afterlife that one time because they played their set and I really liked them. I never listened to them before. Yeah. And they just went to the merch booth. Uh, I think I saw... Something like that when I went and saw uh, All That Remains. Yeah. They had, uh, I think, Tala and Miss May I. They were both at their uh, merch booths. And, I mean, Tala's getting pretty big. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. Miss May I's pretty big yeah. in, the, in the metalcore scene. So. so, is that, like, your favorite genre right now of music is pretty much metalcore? Metalcore or, or deathcore? Deathcore. What is your favorite band currently? Right now? I mean, I don't even know. I've been listening to a lot of, like, Infant Annihilator, Traitors, Born Ashore. Um, I think right now, though, my go-to band, which is kind of weird, is Sleep Token. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's good. Because I did never, never heard of them, and then we saw them at uh, Rocklahoma last year. I know, I still regret not getting my ass up to go you to that. Didn't, you didn't get to see them? No, because I was medicated and sleeping. Ah, uh, sleeping. Sleeping, that's right. So... I forget. That I, hopefully next time. Next time, 
hopefully. I'm hoping they're on Rocklahoma again this year. I'm just excited to see what the rest of that lineup's going to look like. Are you excited to see Pantera? Oh, yeah. I mean, even though it's not the original lineup, yeah. it's still kind of a... I know they'd say it's whatever. To me, it's a tribute show. Yeah, it's a tribute show. I, I know that people uh, are kind of down on the old uh, Phil Ensemble uh, shenanigans he's done over the years. Um, yeah. I don't agree with doing that kind of stuff, but I do like the nostalgia of Pantera's mm-hmm. catalog. Yeah. Um, it'll be it'll be cool to see Zach Wilde filling in that spot. And then uh, Charlie, Charlie from Anthrax filling in as a drummer. So, and then, you know, having Rex there still as a bassist mm-hmm. is, is really pretty cool, I think. Yeah, because I know Phil was doing the the, like, Pantera tribute stuff with, like, his solo band. Because they were doing the uh, Vulgar Display of Pantera stuff, and they were playing some of the stuff from, I think, Vulgar Display of Power. Yeah, that was a good album. I think I don't think I dislike any Pantera album, actually. I don't, I don't dislike any Pantera album, either. I, I think they're all great. They all have their <clears throat> own uh, their own groove to it. Uh, Planet Caravan was a big thing. Planet Caravan, it's... I've been listening to a little bit more Pantera again, and that's been kind of like my go-to song. Right, you it's know. It's just, it's really good. Because, I mean, I, I love Black Sabbath. So, oh, yeah. So when you get into, like, some of those remakes and stuff, I think they're really, really great, to be honest. Um, is there, like, uh, any band you would love to see overseas that we don't get to see here? Um, I really hmm. want to see Baby Metal at least once, because nope. I think... Didn't they come? They weren't really on some U.S. tour at one time. They, I think, were with Avenge Sevenfold. Possibly, I don't remember. I know they I did a tour, they like a festival. Played in Tulsa or something like that. I think. Yeah, I, like years ago. Because I know you listen to tons of other like metal. Yeah. Well, it's some of the Japanese like metal bands that I know you've listened to before. Uh, I just don't know them. Crystal Lake's really good. Mm-hmm. Um. I know they're looking for a new vocalist right now because their vocalist left, but that guy is killer. Like, really? I, I really love that band. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. There's just a lot of like random obscure stuff. Obscure bands and like, stuff. Like Japanese death course crazy, like really crazy. Yeah, I've listened to a little bit. It's It's weird. It's different, but I really like it. Yeah, I like it too. I just like the whole the whole groove and the whole aspect of like different music from everywhere. You know that I gotta hand it to the, like some of the people that are like um, like from Poland or Sweden or any of those around there. The music that comes out of those areas. Oh, it's crazy! It, it's it's good. It's it's phenomenal. Just because like they're very well trained, mm-hmm. it seems like they can be studio musicians easily. Um, there's just so much talent, and I know a lot of people aren't into like that type of music. Mm-hmm. But if you really break it down, it is so great. Oh, it is really great. I mean, like, what's your favorite over there right now, as far as like European bands? I've been listening to a lot of Behemoth still. Behemoth, yeah, you can't go wrong yeah. with Behemoth. Behemoth is always really good. Um, Amon Amarth is another really great one. I just want to be in the row pit. The Rope Pit would be so much fun I, to be I don't in. know why. That's one band I haven't got to see, is Amon Amarth. I think they've been here a couple of times. I know last time they were here, I want to say they played the Diamond, but we were going to see Slipknot that night. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're yeah. right. I think that was that. Because I remember there was a couple shows back-to-back the same night. Um, 
I would love to see them, actually. I they would, would be. I'd, I'd, I just want to need to go over to Europe and go to a festival. That's what I talked about last time. Is like, I would kill to go to Hellfest or Vakken or any oh, Hellfest would be so cool to go to. Those, that would be or so like amazing. Summer Breeze. And Summer Breeze? Oh, yeah. Summer Breeze is pretty big. Where's, I know. Where's Grass Pop at, usually? Grass Pop? Is that over there or is that over here somewhere? No, it's over there. I... Hellfest is France. And Vakken's like Germany, right? Yeah, Vakken's Germany. I don't remember. That's something we'll have to research because, man, like I've said before, I would love to just hop around country to country. Oh, yeah, it would be so much fun. Spend six months or a year overseas and just go wherever the hell I wanted just to see these festivals just one, because. One place I'd love to go see a concert at overseas is the Wembley in London. Yes, that would be that would be so neat to go. I know it's really big for a lot of bands to play those venues, so. And it's crazy, um, like Rammstein, like when they have their sets. Yeah, I've seen like footage of their stages and stuff. Oh yeah, how crazy is that? They have, like, they've been playing in uh, football stadiums when they're doing U.S. tours anymore because they have that whole like city. I wanted to go see them when they were in Dallas, but tickets are so expensive. Yeah, I, I really hope one day that the industry is able to get a hold of all the scalping. Oh and, yeah, and stop all that because like there are true fans out there, and it's really hard to even make it these days. Yeah, and you want a ticket to your favorite show, and you just can't. I think uh, I saw a thing today actually, where people are complaining about the pit ticket prices and for uh, that Fall Out Boy tour. Really, with uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, who else? Who else is on that? Uh, there was somebody else, else that was, was big that was there. on that tour. I don't know. I don't Something else we'll have to look up and. You know, see, but there's so many shows that are coming up that are just ridiculous. Are you excited to go see some Gojira Mastodon? Oh, Lorna Shore? yeah, I'm excited for that one. I'm excited to see Lorna Shore it bigger than like a 250 people venue. Oh, what is that? What you see on last 89th they, Street and the 89th Street? It, that place is super small, guys. If you've never, oh man. How many people? What's the capacity? I want to say maybe like 250, 300. It can't it's be not, that many. Like, it's small. They fit. Uh, I know when I bought my tickets, it was, like, ticket numbers, like, 200-something. It's almost like going into a damn McDonald's lobby. It's it's small. You walk in through the front door and about maybe 10, 15 feet, maybe a little farther than that, is just the bar. And you turn, and there's maybe, like, another... 20 feet of walk space, and it dips down to the stage. Man, that's crazy. It sounds just like that little Coca-Cola event center thing I went to. Oh, it wasn't that. It was it was named something else, but that was that show I told you that me and my cousin Adam went to that was uh, uh, Cannibal Corpse, Halloween, Pitbulls on Crack, and there was another band. But, dude, the stage probably wasn't even a foot high. It's like they were just playing, like, like it reminds me of that that funny video of the Denny's where they're playing yeah. inside, you know. It's what it reminded me of. There was really no railing protecting anybody. It was just a small bar like venue. And it yeah. was really crazy. That literally was like walking into a lobby of a fast food restaurant. I think like the venue I'm going to see Fit for a King at, it's pretty small. It was it's an small. old it was an old movie theater. Like from the fifties, I think. That'll it's, be kind of cool. It's a really small venue. It looks really cool. It's kind of like my bucket list venues. 
I know. Uh, what is the what was the one you went and seen in flames in? Uh, the Tower at? Theater. The Tower Theater. How was that venue? That was cool. It was different, just because it was. Like it was weird because you have the front where the stage is, but there's not that much walk room, and it's just steps. Whereas like the seats used to be on the floor part, but then at the top, they have like a seated balcony area you can sit at. That's kind of cool. It's kind of like the Criterion, but Criterion's real nice. The only thing I do not like about the Criterion are the damn security. Yeah, and the, the people that are pretty up bad. front. I absolutely do not like the. It's they're so rude. They are they're really rude. Very pushy, and they are very mean. Oh yeah, and they, they so make you do obscure things to even get to where you're going. Yeah, like and, I know, last time I was there, they were yelling at people for sitting on the wall. Oh yeah, but I mean that was a sold out venue, and there's really no room. Yeah, I didn't think there was a whole lot of room left in there. That because we went for the Trinity of Terror tour, and that was packed. That yeah, was so bad. That was there's a lot of people there. What was the one that you and uh, Ash went to that was pretty packed? Uh, which one was that? Because we've we've been to a couple. Was it the one that Ash went berserk and slapped the girl really hard? Oh, that was uh that was uh I prevail and pierce the veil. Was that was that? I yeah, heard that show yeah. was wild, and it was a lot of people. There was a lot of people, like mainly for pierce the veil, because once they left, like half that crowd left. Yeah, that's which a... sucks because I prevail is really really good live. Yeah, I, I was I wasn't a big fan of them really, but after seeing them live, I really like them. Yeah, they're they're good band from what I, aren't they coming up on something else? Uh, they're gonna be on Cat Fest. Cat Fest, that's right. That show will be good. That's Bad Omens. Here's the bell. It's a what Bad Omens, I prevail. I prevail. God smacks headlining, and I think zero nine thirty six and Catch Your Breath are opening too. That's right. That's right. That'll be a really good, good show. I do believe. Just Bad Omens live. If you've never Bad seen Omens Bad Omens live, is amazing. That is the sickest shit ever. I mean, yeah. like, it's so crazy to hear their album, and then to see them live is a whole different experience. Oh yeah, he sounds just as good, if not better, live. Yeah, Noah's amazing. Oh he has yeah, an amazing voice. He gets up there and he kills it every single time flawlessly. Oh yeah. Flawlessly. And that's that's pretty cool. I mean, like, I would definitely which I am gonna go see it again. Oh yeah. So what was a another band last year at uh Rocklahoma that you really loved? Fire from the gods. Fire I never I gods. never got to see them before and they were really, really good They life. were after Bad Omens, weren't they? Uh yeah, we, they were. They were. That was that was pretty amazing. That was or no, no, they were, I think, the day after Bad Omens. Was it? You know what, man? I can't keep up. That's a three-day festival yeah. full of bands, and it's hard. And it's like I've talked about before. There's certain bands, I mean, I still like to see, but I don't. it's not one of those things I have to. It's like, in this moment, like I said, their set never changes. No, anymore, it doesn't ever change. What do you think? It, they've had the same setup for the last five years, maybe? maybe yeah, they, I don't know, but it's it's been a lot. Was it when I saw them at Rocklahoma? Uh, a couple years back, they were really good, but the set list has been the same for like the last two or three times I've seen them since. Yes, Corn's the same way. The only thing different this last time when I seen Corn at Rocklahoma was the LCD screen. Oh Rock yeah, that was cool. That, they had. that was cool because it's kind of like what uh, Tool and uh, like Nine Inch Nails does. Yeah, which yeah. I thought that was cool. It looked like they were just silhouettes playing in that storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that stuff was kind of cool. I mean, everybody's coming up with these. Uh, 
digital boards now and stuff at shows. And I think it's kind of neat. That they it is cool. Um, you got any local bands you're into? Um, I haven't heard any really good local bands that I've gotten really into. I know I saw Peeling Flesh last year. Yeah. And I'd never heard of them before, and they were really good, and they were a local band. Uh, there was another band I saw that was a local band that opened up for, like, Moss to Flames. I don't remember what their name is, but they were really good. I always give a shout-out to uh, FNT um, just because they're they're good. They're uh, good. They're, they're good. I I don't think they've gotten enough credit for what they do, to be honest. They're, they uh, were voodoo dolls. Yeah, they were voodoo dolls before. Before that. seen them, like... A bunch. Three or four times? Yeah, and like, the singer? Mm-hmm. Absolutely one of the nicest guys ever. Like, I, I don't know, man. I really think it's time for them to make it. Me too. I mean, people need to get the word out. I, it, like That's the thing I preach mostly, guys, is like, and you should, like, wherever you live, it doesn't matter where you live or what you do. Man, if there's local bands, and some people just like to keep it underground as much as possible, and that's also cool, but... These bands need our support as fans. Oh, like, yeah. If we see them and buy a little bit of their merch, man, go up and just shake their hand if you're able to. Talk with them a little bit because a lot of them are really super oh, nice. They're really nice. Like, I met uh, some of the guys from Long Pig. Man. Um, Long Pigs. Oh, I am so sad about that. They've had the roughest time when the singer got hurt. Oh, yeah. And they didn't do anything. And then, of course, the drummer passed away. Mm-hmm. Long Pig was a great band. Oh, yeah. I, I love them. I've seen them, I don't know how many times, because they opened up for so many different people. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that, that that breaks my heart, because, you know, they were they were a great band. And I'm not real sure what they're doing now. Um, but, man, they, they killed it every single time I'd seen Long Pig. It was just... I don't remember the first concert I saw them. Did they open up for Mushroom Head when we saw them? Yeah, they were on a Mushroom Head tour. Okay. Just, you know, opening locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. We've seen so much. Do you remember Everybody Panic? Yes. I always wondered what happened to those guys. I don't know, because you would see them in the crowd at shows. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know what happened. Like, they were great. Because I know they started getting big and they got to open up for, uh, Not Fest that one year. They got to be that first band that played. That's right. Um, I don't remember what year that was. Because I know we had seen them, uh, was it a Cat Fest we saw them? I think maybe a Cat Fest. Isn't it a cat fest? And then we saw them again at a mayhem festival, right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. They just opened up, you know, just obscure times, dates or whatever. And I loved seeing those guys. Oh, yeah. They were really good. But, uh, yeah, man. Locust Grove, they've been around for a long oh, time. Oh, Locust Grove has been around for a really long time. And I'm really, really shocked they have not made it surpassed. I mean, I see they do go on dates and stuff. Yeah. You know, they do have scheduling out for certain things. Because but... aren't they opening up? For, uh, or no, it's Peeling Flesh that's opening up for, uh, I can't remember what tour. They're doing, uh, some shows here, I think, Arkansas, Kansas, Texas, uh, it's a really big death metal band. I can't remember who it is. We'll have to figure that out and find that out as well. I tell you guys, like, again, support your local music. Support anything you can. Like, just buy a ticket, buy some merch, uh. Just kind of show them what, that love that we have here. Because Oklahoma, honestly, is a big scene for metal. Oh, it really is. I don't care what anybody says. We're not some podunk 
state with a bunch of with a bunch of yee yee and ha ha. Yes, we do, and there are country artists here, and I respect them, and I've been to some shows, Mm -hmm. and I do. But my favorite is metal. Oh yeah, and rock. So like, there's so many times I feel we get passed up, and Mm -hmm. I know it's on like based on album sales and things of that nature. Mm But how are you just supposed to make new fans if you don't come here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like we're kept captive. And yeah, I, I do now after having XM radio. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. kind of hate local radio. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can only listen to Pink Floyd so many times or old Van Halen mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. And that happens a lot. I mean, the grunge scene for our local stations, I have no idea why. They play a lot of like Nirvana, but when I hear Creed Nirvana and Creed and somebody's other stained, uh, yeah, yeah, old Pearl Jam or you know any of that stuff, I'm like, oh god, like I have to turn it because yeah. like, I can't. Yeah, you know that's when I break out my phone if nothing's good on XM Radio at the time, and I just have my playlist. Yeah, that I listen to. Um, Ashlyn has an insane playlist. I don't know if you ever looked at her playlist before. I think. She was showing me a little bit of it. That kid has got some of the craziest stuff that you would look at her and you'd think, uh, I don't know what she listens to or whatever, but you know, you start looking at her playlist and uh, it's just Cannibal Corpse. Uh, uh, it's, it's insane. She's got some <laughs> of the most insane stuff on there, but I love her for it because it's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. She loves that stuff. And it's so funny. I never thought she would be into a lot of those bands. And now she's. I think it's just. Kind of like first going to concerts and then, like, hanging around me too much. Yeah, or me. Or you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kid would probably die and go to heaven if she ever met Spencer. Oh, from yeah. From Ice Nine. I, it, she is such a huge Ice Nine fan, which I am too. I oh, love yeah. Them. I love that band. They've been think, around for a very long time. I if think nobody she's knows. more of a fan than I am. Because we well, look at her wall. I, yeah, I've been listening to them since. I don't even remember. I found them 2013, 2014. Yeah. Is when I first heard them, and I really loved them. Yeah, even then. Remember the first time we had seen them with Motionless? Oh. I remember that was a headlining show they did. Well, they opened for Motionless. Did they? Yeah. It was at the uh, Diamond Ballroom. I don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah, that that was a good, I think you were there. But I'm not sure. You might have been there. But that was the first time I had ever seen them was during that show. That was when... Actually, they've been with Motionless and White quite a Maybe few times. Maybe I have seen them like four times. Yeah, when you think about I it... I don't remember how many I, times I've I seen would them. love to compile all the damn shows that I've been to. And I'll tell you one that I always love is going and seeing Trivium. Trivium's good. God, Trivium's so badass. Like, I, I don't know, man. I... It's bands like that that get me just crazy, and I'm ready I've to go again. Like, I saw them when I saw them four times, probably about four, maybe five. Because they were always on Cat Fest or whatever else was kind of coming through. Yeah, and that's what I love about some of the bigger bands. That, you know, you see them on a huge stage like mm-hmm. at, you know, like the amphitheater we have. Oh yeah, and then you come to find out a couple of years when they're touring again and held there at the Diamond Ballroom. Yeah. And so that's always really, a lot really of, cool. It's crazy because a lot of bands that play these big festivals and they're playing like opening up for Metallica in stadiums or opening up for Iron Maiden in arenas. 
but then they come through and they're like at 89th street or the tower the tower the diamond ballroom or the vanguard in tulsa yeah i forgot about the vanguard i forgot all about that i know uh attack attack's gonna be there in june yeah that'll be a that'll be really cool the 10th i think it's like them belmont traders someone else i don't remember there was one other band that was opening up for them oh that's pretty cool what's the funnest band you like to go watch i already know i already know mine mine right now is anything eskimo cowboy or electric cowboy now yeah electric i love them i want to see them so bad i would love to see electric cowboy like i would give my right arm to see electric (laughs) cowboy at this point anything i've watched has been hyped. oh yeah i remember listening to them like 2011 2012 like end of middle school beginning of high school i listened to them a lot and i kind of forgot about them and then they started getting really really popular again yeah like the last two years mm-hmm. and i'm i'm excited to see that yeah, they're playing yeah. like big festivals over in europe and i don't remember what but there's a pretty big one it's like a two-day one in europe and they're headlining like one of the nights yeah one of the nights they're actually headlining a festival over there if you've never listened to electric callboy you're missing out oh they're so good it's so good i mean like it's hard to describe unless it's kind of techno metal it's like it's like eurovision metal that's a good way to put it's like eurovision metal it's it's so great because i know they were over um they changed their name i think it was this last year they were eskimo callboy and they changed it to electric callboy yeah, because you know the, they didn't want to upset anybody because of the name, and yeah. I, I understand, which is cool, and because they didn't know, they're just some yeah kind guys from Germany. What's wild is like to me still is like here in America we get crazy with all these different little things, and you go look at other countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're the how they portray things and how they look at racism and like things like that is a lot different than here. Oh yeah. And they didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So they, good on them for wanting to change it. I oh, understand. Yeah. There's no hate towards it. Mm-hmm. They're still amazing. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? If, you know, people knew that they could hurt somebody's feelings every day, you know, they would definitely try not to. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things, you know, like, we really try to be good people, I think, in society for the most part. It's just, I think everybody's too quick to judge yeah. these days. And that's terrible. But anyways, back to... We were talking my funnest band to watch every single time. It does not get old. Steel Panther. Ah, Steel Panther's great. I mean, come on. They're great. I've seen Panther so many times now. Because we always saw them. I saw them at Rocklahoma one year. They were there last year, right? Uh year before. Year before. Year before they were there. Because that was when they were still looking for a uh a bass player, yeah. Man, if you've never seen Steel Panther before go it's fun don't take your little kids please don't take take your little kids it is a bit dirty and raunchy but it wouldn't be steel panther if i didn't have all that fun funness in it um but yeah that's one of my favorite like fun bands to go watch i think slipknot's probably one for me i've seen them eight times now eight times yeah Yeah. i'm yeah i've seen them more than you have yeah, I think you won up me on on one of those shows. Because uh, I, I went to be okay last year. That's and right. Then, yeah. Speaking of 
and I talked about this. What is your favorite Slipknot album? It changes a lot. So for a long time, it was Iowa. Um, and it's because it was heavy? Yeah, it was heavy. But what? I really like Volume 3 a lot. Volume 3 is good. I'm not I'm not going to hate it. I kind of, it has a soft spot for me because I just remember, you know, going to school in the mornings and you'd have Volume 3 on when it first came out. Yes. And, that that was that was fun. Um, I think I don't know. Like I've said, Great Chapter is probably one of my favorites. Great Chapter was really just good. because I thought it was very well put together. A mm-hmm. lot of people like all hope is gone. The newer stuff. I'm sorry, Slipknot. I I love you to pieces, but I just could not get into it. I there's some stuff off of the new album I like. Is I really. Hive Mind and maybe a couple other songs yeah. made. Did you listen to the new Slipknot song? Bone Church. Bone Church. What did you think about that? I kind of liked it. It reminded me, because it was when they were writing the Grey Chapter. Um, It was kind of like a demo, and they finally just put it together. I, I It's okay. It was kind of like, um, did you listen to The Burden? On the yes, yes, yes. It kind of reminds me like that a little bit. Okay, but uh, or what was the other bonus track that they had on that uh, special edition? I know. I don't override. Remember. Override. That's right. Yeah, override. that's that's what it kind of reminded me of too. Is how override was the mm-hmm. sound, and you can kind of tell that that song was kind of the basis of the sound for the newest album. So I know we're huge Slipknot fans that make us biased. Who knows? Whatever, but. I think with Jay Weinberg in the band, being the drummer, mm-hmm. is pretty damn amazing. Oh, yeah. And if you've never seen like any of his stuff before Slipknot, you can't hate on it. Oh, no. The dude's as talented as his dad. Oh, yeah. You know, Max Weinberg, legendary drummer. Hands down. Jay, he can still play just like you know the jazz, the groove, mm-hmm. all that. Plus, man, he is a killer metal drummer oh yeah seeing the photos and videos of him just busted knuckles and hands mm-hmm. but he's still bleeding on them kids oh, and he's yeah. killing it every single night i think they sounded better which i i love joey jordison he's a favorite drummer of mine but i think from the first time i saw them when joey was still in the band and then seeing them after jay weinberg was in the band i think like he brought a new like level for Slipknot. Do you think it's because he's younger, maybe? I think so. Or or do you think maybe just his play style? Maybe his play style, too, because he just plays really loud. So I want to maybe correct myself from last episode. We had seen Joey with his other band. So was it Vimic or Scar the Martyr we seen them? Vimic. Okay, I think I may have said Scar the Martyr when we seen them, because, I mean, it kind of almost sounded the same to me. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to remember what band it really was that we seen him in the very last time we had seen Joey. And I think it might have been Vimic. No, I think it looking, was Vimic. Looking back. I think looking back now. So is there any any bands you want to see here in America like soon? Because I, I have soon? one. Uh, I don't even know. There's so many bands going on tour right now. Like I heard Sevenfold's about possibly Yeah, hit. Seven Avenged Sevenfold would be cool. I know they're playing some couple festivals this year in the u.s that'll be cool hopefully they'll be on uh maybe some of the bigger festivals yeah. we don't know the lineup yet yeah and there's another band i would love i'd give my left arm to watch 
I'd lose two arms that way if I gave my right and a left. See a band? Mm-hmm. Spirit Box. Spirit Box would be cool. Spirit I know Box. they just uh, sold out that U.S. tour that they're doing. Man, I would love to see Spirit Box. And, like, it's funny to look at Spirit Box now. Mm-hmm. And then go back to look at Courtney when she was with uh, uh, I, I Wrestled with a Bear, Bear once. Yeah. yeah. So that was some hard, hard Oh, yeah. That that was wild. But it was fun wild. I didn't realize for a long time that that was the same vocalist. And then it kind of dawned on me. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, when you look back at that, you're like, yeah. I Wrestled with a Bear once. No way, that's not the same person, but it, you know, it when, you, when you look, it's like, man, it goes to show, like, we have a very big span of music, I think, that we listen oh, to yeah. for the most part, so, is there anything else that uh, you can remember or you want to share with anybody that's cool, what? something you want to see? I really want to see, um, I'm trying to think of the band, I really want to see, like, uh, I mean, I wish Children of Bodom was still around. Like, that would be one band. Children of Bodom. Oh, my God. Alexi would have been amazing to watch. Because they were supposed to play, I think, on that Mayhem, last Mayhem Festival we went to. But I think they had to drop off. Yeah. I think he was sick then. Yeah. So what was the other one? Bodom After Midnight? Oh, yeah. Bodom After Midnight. When they did that. Mm-hmm. But that was when they most of them split up, right? Yeah. That was uh, Alexi's band. That's right. Before that, he passed. He was... Oh, man. He was the prince of metal, I swear. The dude played flawlessly. He was so damn good. Oh, yeah. So good. Um, another band I want to see, I haven't seen in a long time, is probably Bullet for My Valentine. It has been oh, a Oh, yeah. Cool, Bullet for My Valentine would be really cool. cool I don't minute. think they came. They came through Oklahoma in a while. I think like 2016, 2017, maybe. So I'm going to give you a trivia question. And it was such a badass band to watch. The drumming blew my mind. Which band? Take a wild guess. It was at a it was at a festival with Megadeth. It was raining, and they were playing Bleed. Oh, Meshuggah! Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, Meshuggah. That Meshuggah. was crazy. If you've never seen Meshuggah, you have to go, at least once. That. That was crazy. That it was blew my different. Mind. That blew my mind. Like, when you have timed drumming like that, and just how everything blended in with the guitars and everything, mm-hmm. just, it was flawless. Oh, yeah. And it was so good. It was so loud. And I do love a live, loud sound. Not to where it's distorted, because that makes me sad. Oh, yeah. That, that sucks. We, like I've talked to before, like, sound people for some of you bands, get your shit together. Because it's not cool when it doesn't sound oh, yeah. okay. It's not not cool at all. So we've been talking about music quite a bit. Um, professional wrestling, let's change gears. Yeah. How was Royal Rumble for you when we watched it? I loved it. I did too. I really liked it. It's, it's been a while since I watched a WWE pay-per-view that I really, really liked. Yeah, because I don't remember the last one we watched before that maybe. For me, I want to say it was SummerSlam. Yeah, it probably was SummerSlam, but, like, the Lights Out match, I know people gave it a lot of hell or whatever. I loved it. Just the overall look, it was so cool. All the neon, the black lights. The concept. Oh, the concept was cool. Just because of when the lights did go out like that. Just because you could see all the face paint. Oh, yeah. You could see all the 
the symbols and everything yeah. like everywhere. Yeah, you know, you got to the end of the match and Uncle Howdy jumps off and he completely misses LA Knight. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was pretty uh, damn noticeable. But, uh, you know, safety first, I guess, oh, right? Yeah. Safety first. But still, the, if you're a kid, oh, yeah. you're crapping yourself. Oh, yeah. You're totally, like, you're, you're, you're just going wild for it, right? And I, I think, and every, I know everybody said this, I've only seen just a tiny bit of hate on it. How they've done the Sami Zayn bloodline angle I, has been one of the best damn stories I have seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. As far as, man, it's been a long time since it's been something like that. Because there for a while I was, I hated the whole bloodline stuff. And then Sami Zayn got in the middle of it. And I, I loved it. It was great. It was yeah. entertaining. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to work at first. Oh, no. But then when they let him improv some of the stuff that they, I mean... If you can make other people that you're working with in a very serious working environment like that, because you're on live TV, mm-hmm. and if you can make other people break character, and you're straight facing it, I mean, those were fantastic moments. Oh, yeah. I thought seeing on camera, live. It's great. I mean, like, just the whole drama of it that led up to the very end. Oh, yeah. It it hit. It hit right on the mark. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just right there. He hits Reigns with the chair. You see, you know, Jimmy walk out. Or it was Jay. Jay walk yeah. out of the ring, sorry. And then, like, I mean, who knows? Who knows after mm-hmm. that? You know, it, it was well, well told. And the payoff was excellent. Oh, yeah. So now, I hope, since they had a great payoff of the story, that they continue it. And just don't drop it. Because oh, yeah. Because they think, oh, it's over. Because it's not over. Yeah. So I would, I would love to see... It lead into him maybe going for like the one of the world titles or something like that before because yeah. we WrestleMania. all because we all know, I mean, it was obvious that Cody was going to win the Rumble. Yeah, the Rumble kind of in my books was a little bit of a disaster, just because of Ray not getting in the ring. Oh yeah, so he never got in the ring, so he didn't ever get in or nor lose. I don't yeah. really know what happened with that, and then I think there was one instance. I'd have to go back and look. Somebody said that Cody did kind of throw himself over the top rope to do something. I guess I'd... I'm going to have to look into that. It was one of those little things I read today or maybe yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back and look just because, I mean, there was quirky things I don't think anybody looked at. But Gunther, he's a fucking beast. Oh, yeah. The dude went an hour and 11 minutes. Yeah. It's a long time. I'm going to tell you guys, I, I have been. It's been a very long time. But if you've never been in a wrestling ring, and if you've never ran ropes or taken bumps or any of that stuff, um, dude, or just the stamina that you have to have to be in a ring and to go that long and take that much punishment. Because I don't, yes, it's predetermined, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you those chops. Oh, yeah, those chops and slaps. And slaps and those bumps. You're talking about steel posts with plywood. With not a very thick mat over the plywood, mm-hmm. and you're landing on that hard. That stuff is not fake. Those guys. That's why a lot of us do love it, just because of the artistry of it, mm-hmm. uh, good storytelling, things like that. But man, to be a full time professional wrestler, to get in that ring, to tear your body up like that. I mean, you see a lot of people retired, like. Retire early, early. Unfortunately, they're on like 
painkillers and stuff. Oh, yeah. The addictions and stuff. And I, I guess that's why I like the whole uh, offset of, like, DDP doing what he does to, oh, help, yeah. to help people, like, get them straight, get them fit, mm-hmm. get them off the drugs and stuff, and, like, really kind of help them out. So that's always, like, a really big and cool thing that I think is really great. Um, are you ready for WrestleMania? I'm excited for WrestleMania this year. I guess we're going to have to see what happens at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we can start really looking at Mania. Yeah. But until then, I really don't know what they're going to do. Uh, me either. So what's your take on AEW now that's been around for a few years? I love it. You love it? it at first, is, there was some goofy stuff, and there's a lot. A lot of comedy that should yeah, not have been Yeah, a lot of comedy that yet. shouldn't have been happening. Like the yeah. whole, like, Dark Order. Yeah. Going they... from, like, trying to be a serious group, and they're a comedy group. To serious the, group. To serious group. Yeah, that that probably... They had some really quirky gimmicks. Like Peter Avalon. I like Peter Avalon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, it got to be kind of goofy after yeah. a little while. You know what I mean? So, that there, you know, those gimmicks and stuff that they did, I think it just took them a while to kind of get used to. Mm-hmm. Kind of where they replaced that on TV yeah. and how they presented themselves, but it, and I think that they got overboard with hiring too many performers. Yeah, everybody kind of got lost in a shuffle, mm-hmm. and I think that's thinning out now, which is great. Oh yeah, uh, you do you have see your, a lot more people get more TV time. Yeah, and and that's good. The acclaimed number one right now. Oh yeah, They're I mean probably one of my favorites right now. I mean, if you can go up and scissor somebody, and that means with your fingers. <laughs> Not the other one. It's fun. Yeah. They're a fun group to watch. They are a very fun group to watch. Even when they were more heelish, they were still fun then. I remember watching them on Dark when they first got paired up. Yeah. And they did, I don't remember what it was. I read something about it the other day, but they were told like, oh, the rapping stuff's fun, but it wasn't really planned. Like, please don't do it again. And And they kept doing it. And they kept doing it. Yeah. But they weren't getting mad about it because people really liked it and they're like oh just that's one thing i do respect AEW for is they don't really give them like a so-called script yeah they let them go out on their own because they trust them enough to Mm -hmm. and by doing that you see those guys that you do see that have tv time are the guys that they really do trust because they do get out there and they they tell their own stories Mm -hmm. they kind of like direct their own characters and i like that it's that creative freedom they have what's your uh what's your favorite story going on in AEW right now right now hmm, you know i used to love jericho i still do oh yeah i think some of it's quirky the appreciation society is a little quirky oh yeah i that's uh, just making fun of stuff i yeah i mean i i yeah. don't know i the 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 Danielson MJF feud that's been pretty it's good. It's getting what? Listen, they're redoing and rehashing. That's true because I every big feud he makes them go through a gauntlet. Yeah. I mean he's gonna be known as the Gauntlet Hill. Yeah, like quit making your opponents go through these weird gauntlets. He did yeah. the same thing with Wardlow, and he did the same thing with Cody and Cody and God, Jericho. That's right, he did. Yep. I mean, so come on, man, like change it mm-hmm. up, go a different direction, like. Um, I know he's a heel, but it makes him look weak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if he's gonna do that, he needs his own stable. Yeah, but not any goofy stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? It needs to be serious, like a full horseman type stable. 
and that's I think that's where they're going wrong with that character because oh, yeah. I think eventually it'll fizzle out. Yeah, and nobody's gonna care. Yeah, no one's gonna care. The only thing I appreciate Jericho for is the man can reinvent himself a million times. That he can. The dude sells so much merch, mm-hmm. and he he can reinvent. He, he doesn't. I remember the raw when he came back. It's been years ago, but he didn't say anything. Oh yeah, Not he didn't a say. Word. He, yeah, he didn't say anything. He was out there for a good five It was like five minutes, minutes and yeah. just the crowd just going crazy. And he, every time he put the mic up like he was going to talk, the crowd went nuts. He yeah. didn't have to say anything. Yeah. To me, that's when you know Jericho is over. Oh, yeah. He's been over for years and years and years and years and years now. I mean, WCW, some of the New Japan stuff, mm-hmm. or, did, or stuff he did in Japan. I mean, the guy's been around for a long time. He's done a lot of stuff. He has done a lot. Fozzie's great if you've ever oh, listened Fozzie's to Fozzie. Great. If you've never listened to Fozzie before, recommend listening to Fozzie. Um, some of the earlier stuff, yeah, a little <laughs> it's cheesy. It's cheesy, but you know what? He's reinvented that too. Oh yeah, a lot. And man, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, man, he just he's put it over. It's great. What was the first song you for Fozzie song that you listened to? What was the first one? Sandpaper. Sandpaper I think? with M Shadows. M Shadows. <laughs> It was so cheesy, though. I don't know. It's still a good song. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it just, when you look back at it and you try to sing along to it, it's it's still fun. Mm-hmm. I still like it. It's whatever. But the newer stuff that he's done. Oh, it's been really. The last two albums have been really good. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. So um, before we go, what do you think about today's news? With the whole uh, Chinese weather balloon that got away because it was a passenger balloon. I didn't even know about it until I until you mentioned told it. it. Yeah. yeah, how crazy is that? That's, like, I don't know. For anyone who lives in Montana, please, if you're putting together the Wolverine like Red Dawn wise, do it. I just for for giggles. I think it would be funny for somebody to be like, "Yeah, we're a Red Dawn group." Yeah, I, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know why, because when I see stuff like that, I, that's what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Red Dawn. I don't care, but it's wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's there, right, and we're worried about it, but we're not shooting it down. Yeah, why are we keeping it, letting it travel? Like then you start to question. Well, if they did knock it down. Doesn't have a dirty bomb, or doesn't have like something yeah. that would harm anybody on the ground, and that's concerning. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm kind of amazed, to be honest, knowing how our military is, that something like that got that far in. Oh yeah, because that's what mid parts of the country. Yeah, like upper mid part. Yeah, like how, how. I mean, what did they do? Travel halfway through Alaska, partially Canada, and on out, or did they come off the coast of like Washington or yeah. Oregon or California? Like, how? Yeah. How did it get here? That, folks, is some pretty scary stuff. I mean, all in all, scary. Yeah. I mean, what would you do tomorrow? There's more of them. I mean, what would you think? I mean, That's obviously, just, it's not a weather balloon. They didn't. Yeah. They don't need to be checking our weather. Do yeah, they? if it was a weather balloon, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. What are they checking our weather for? What are they, what are they got? It's snowing, dude. It's winter. Yeah. I mean, that's. I'm gonna tell you how it is up north. It's it's winter. It's cold as hell. Like it's snowing. You know what I mean? Like it looks like a 
Tony Montana Coke party up there. It's <laughs> full of white. It's just everywhere, bro. Like, so to me, that's a weird, yeah, weird beef. But uh, I think soon we're gonna end this podcast. I just want to let everybody know, though, like, if you have a local band or you know somebody that's in a local band here in Oklahoma, you can send me their schedules or where they're gonna play or anything like that. You can email me at bigrobradio at gmail.com or if you want to use your art for one of the covers of one of my episodes i would be more than happy to use some of your artwork for the very front cover of one of my episodes i think it's it's a neat concept i'll definitely give you a shout out i think it would be really fun to do so if you have anything draw up something and if i think it's cool man i will throw it on there no questions asked i'll give you a shout out and then the very last thing I want to talk about before I go is just humanity. We all stress every single day. We all have these burdens and we have a lot of anger, sometimes fear. Um, sometimes we don't see eye to eye with people because everybody doesn't slow down enough to understand one another. And I think it's very important that especially now, this day and age, and just with everything going on around the world, it doesn't cost anything to slow down and be a decent human being. Me personally, I would want to be treated how I treat people, and I usually try to treat people good. Um, yes, I have my own burdens and my own sorrows and my own stress, but I also sometimes have to reflect and like slow myself down. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, man, make sure you... Tell your loved ones you love them every single day. Make sure that you you walk out the door every day with a positive attitude because the more negative you think, the more negative you're going to feel. And just go out and just grab your dreams. Have fun. Try to enjoy life. You want to add anything to it? Mm-hmm. No? I said it best. Yep. All right, guys. Well, have a good weekend, and we will see you guys next time.